This is the Mutual Audio Drama Network. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone listening under the age of 17. In my neighborhood growing up, you either became a cop, a priest, or a wise guy. Well, there was no way I was going to lock up my friends, and I sure as hell wasn't a saint. So that left me with only one choice. Decorated Air Theater presents This Thing of Ours, a story of life in the mafia. Written and produced by Scott Spaulding and starring Joe Rodriguez as Carmine Santarelli. From 1919 to 1933, Prohibition was on the books for this country, outlawing the production and distribution of alcohol. And with that, wise guys everywhere were cashing in on what was supposed to be some sort of a moral movement to help clean up the nation. Now, I ain't no history expert, but I don't think it worked. All the government did, really, was take booze out of the hands of legitimate businessmen and put it into the hands of not-so-legitimate businessmen. And they made millions off this stuff. So with the end of Prohibition, the search was on for the next big thing. 23 years later, thanks again to some lawmakers, this time in New York City, they found it. You know that old saying, one man's trash is another man's treasure? Well, in 1956, New York City lawmakers opened the floodgates to what would become for us the ultimate racket. A law was put in place that no longer made garbage pickup free for businesses in residential blocks. Just like that, thousands of businesses were up for grabs, and they moved in like a pack of wolves. The idea was simple. You got five boroughs and five families. Each family got a borough and divided it among its own garbage hauling companies. Each company owned certain stops and didn't have to worry about competition from other garbage companies in the family. When it came time to renew a contract, the company that owns the stop lets all the other companies know what number not to cross in their bid. So no matter how much of an increase they want to charge a business, it would still be the lowest bid. And any competition outside of the family had to either play by the rules or get out. Any company that ignored these guidelines were told very firmly that these terms were non-negotiable, if you know what I mean. So that's how it's been working for the past 21 years. And everybody's making money, so in theory, everybody should be happy. But of course, that doesn't always happen, which is what brings us to this situation right now. Stuff like this ain't supposed to happen. My company, the Model Carding Association, owns the 44 Franklin Street stop. The only way I could lose it is if the boss would decide that it's going to another company within the family. And if that would happen, you would be damn sure I would get something in return for it. You can't just show up at a stop, threaten the garbage man and expect to take it over. There are rules to this thing. And if you don't follow them, there's a good chance you will get hurt. Or worse. You think these guys are gonna show? You wanna be more careful with those chips. You're getting them all over my truck. Carmine, it's a friggin' garbage truck. That whole harbor back there is full of trash. Its whole purpose in life is to collect garbage. Yeah? Well, maybe you should make it your sole purpose in life to clean up after yourself once in a while. I don't know what you want from me, Carm. I mean, you asked me to come out here with you, and I do, even though I had other plans. And all I get is grief and a lecture like I'm six years old. 
I mean, come on. What are you, my mother now? Hey, wait. Someone stopped over there. That's the same car from the other night, right? Yeah, that's the one. That's gotta be them. All right, let's wait until they get closer. Then we'll step out and have a word with these fellas. I had a feeling these guys would show up again. They're even dumber than they look. All right, let's go. Hey, pals. Long time no see, huh? Joey, I don't think I've met your friends yet. Why don't you introduce me to them? I'm thinking maybe we should just introduce ourselves first. Uh, gentlemen, we're all businessmen here, right? I think we can all discuss this like businessmen, no? Oh, now you ain't so tough now, huh? You stopped being businessmen the moment you showed up and threatened my guys. You don't do that around here. You don't do that to my people. You don't do that to Carmine Santarelli. Whoa, Carmine. Let's not do anything we might regret later, all right? Who the hell are you guys? My name is Vincenzo Catalano, and this is Giuseppe Palermo. Now, what makes you think you can come over here and take this stop from me? We were given orders by Frank Gallo to come over here and threaten Anthony to hand over this stop to us. We weren't told no details, just to go and let him know that we meant business. So Frankie told you to do this? Correct. Well, let me tell you something, Vinny. Can I call you Vinny? Yeah, sure. The only reason you're still standing here and not face down in a pool of your own blood is that you're connected to Frank. Otherwise, I'd have no problem putting this shotgun in your mouth and removing your wisdom teeth for you, capiche? Orders are orders, Carmine. You know how it is. Frank's our boss, too. And we heard nothing about handing this stop over to you or anybody. I'm telling you. Those were the orders we got from him. I swear we didn't mean no disrespect to you guys. No disrespect? Then what do you call it? Listen, Carmen. We're heading over to Frank's club tonight, and as soon as we see him, we'll talk to him about it and straighten this thing out. I'm sure it's just a simple misunderstanding. There's no need to take this any further, Carmine. This will get worked out. You got my word. D- don't worry about it. All right. Good. You see? Now that's how a couple of businessmen get things settled. No bats or guns had to be used... It was just a simple meeting of the minds, right? Yeah, absolutely. It was a pleasure doing business with you two gentlemen, and maybe next time we'll meet under friendlier circumstances. Likewise, Carmine. And like I said, I'm, I'm sure it's just a big misunderstanding. Have a good night. Why do you always have to be so nicey-nice with these guys? Because I'm in this thing for the long haul, Joey. You go blasting every guy that crosses you, you ain't gonna last long in this life, that's for sure. Yeah, maybe. I would have at least taken out a kneecap or something. You're getting too soft, Carmine. I'm gonna have to start toughening you up again. The only thing soft here is that big freaking belly you carry around. Forget toughening me up. I gotta get you in shape again. What are you talking about? I am in shape. My shape just happens to be round, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ain't kidding. Come on, let's get out of here. I gotta talk to Stevie about this. This should go up to the old man. He ain't gonna do nothing to Frankie. Remember last year when he slapped that Gambino guy around? They had that big meeting and nothing happened. He knows the old man's got his back no matter what, so the rules don't apply to him. Maybe so, but the rules still apply to us, so the best thing to do is to bring this to Stevie and hope the old man starts to open his eyes more to what Frankie's doing. Let's get out of here. So you're saying these two zips showed up yesterday? No, today, a few hours ago. I came right over. Yeah, all right. So 
So to go through all their business and say it must have been some big misunderstanding by Frankie, right? Yeah, but I don't do nothing to them because they say they're connected to Frankie. So I just yell at them for a while so they get the message. Then I ended like we're best pals and everything. Like no hard feelings, right? But I ain't trusting them, you know? Yeah, I hear you. Who knows what they told Frankie about what happened? Or really what Frankie told them to begin with? Frankie's turning into a real pain in the ass, that's for sure. I don't know what the hell's gotten into him lately. It's like he thinks he's bulletproof or something. That's what me and Joey was saying. It's like because he's practically the old man's son, he thinks he can get away with anything. He's like the friggin' golden child or something, you know? Yeah, I know. But then why would he want to take out the old man if he's the only one that's been giving him a pass on these things? If it weren't for the old man, he would have been gone long ago. That's the million dollar question, Calm. It don't make no sense to me neither. So what do you think? What should we do? I gotta stop by the old man's tomorrow to drop off a delivery. Yeah, I'll try to work it into our conversation somehow. Frankie shouldn't be there, so it'll be a good time to bring it up. And we'll take it from there. But until you hear from me... Don't mention it to nobody, all right? The more I think about it, the more it's pissing me off. If this was anybody else, they would have been dealt with already. Hey, trust me, I know. Don't do anything stupid, all right? Yeah, yeah, Stevie. Wait until I talk to the old man and see what he says, all right? I've known him a long time, so I know when to bring up things and I know when not to. So just hang tight and I'll call you tomorrow at the club, all right? All right, sounds good. Good. Now, Carmine, again, nothing stupid, right? Yeah, yeah, Stevie, don't worry about it. All right, good. Talk to you tomorrow. All right. Now, Stevie could tell I was getting steamed by this whole Frankie situation. Guys have gotten whacked for far less violations than what he pulled. This guy from the Bonanno family, Danny Rizzo, was called to a meeting by his boss, Tony Arms Mastiglio, a couple of months ago. Well, Danny decides he ain't showing up for whatever reason. Apparently, he had better things to do. Well, he's never been seen or heard from since. Word on the street is Tony Arms was so livid that he got a couple of Danny's own guys at his body shop to set him up and take him down. In his own body shop. Then he had them chop him up, put him in a barrel and fill it with cement. And the word is, he now rests somewhere in New Jersey. All for not showing up for a meeting with the boss. So I'm pretty sure if it were anyone beside Frankie doing this, they'd now be a resident of the Garden State too. Read them and weep, fellas. Three aces and a pair of jacks. Not so fast, my friend. I have four gentlemen with crowns on their heads saying, Sorry, Ange, you lose once again. <laughs> Whoa, hold on a sec, Joey. My full house beats dead. You only got four of a kind. I got three in a pair. What are you talking about, Ange? My four of a kind beats out every time. Sorry, Ange. Joey's right on this one. What? Come on! My advice to you would be to maybe learn the rules before you start throwing money around like that. You might not lose so much. Forget about it. I know the rules. Just keep dealing, all right? Hey, come on. It's Stevie. All right. You're smoking them luckies and things are coughing there. Hey, Stevie, what's the word? Well, we had a sit-down with the old man. You, me, and Frankie. Seriously? Is this good or bad news? I don't know. It was hard to read him. I told him what happened and he just nodded. Didn't say much. And that was about it. Then Frankie calls later saying we gotta meet him and the old man tonight. I'm thinking either he brings us together to try to smooth things over with Frankie, or if he takes Frankie's side, he could hand over the stop to him. Uh-uh. No way. That's crap if he pulls that. Hey, come on. Relax. I'm not saying he's going to do that, but if he does, 
I'm sure there'll be some compensation in it for you, all right? Yeah, there better be. Yeah, I'm sure of it. Don't worry about it. Just be at my place in an hour, and we'll go from there. All right, I'll see you then. All right. We gotta stick with these, the pools. Yeah, they're, they're, they're soft on the tongue, you know? So what's up with Stevie? We gotta sit down with the old man and Frankie. No kidding. What'd Stevie say about it? Not much. He doesn't know if it's good or bad or what. But I'll tell you something. I ain't gonna be no laid down Sally to Frankie no more. That's for sure. That's right, Com. You give him hell. I'm serious. I'm getting tired of this crap. I gotta go pick up Stevie. I'll see you later. See you, Com. Good luck. Now, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't nervous. You get sent for by the boss, it's a big friggin' deal. You never know for sure what's gonna happen. Even if you know you didn't do nothing wrong, who knows what's been whispered into the old man's ear, you know? But there is one thing I do know for sure. I'm definitely showing up to this thing. I ain't ending up like no Danny Rizzo, that's for sure. Keep listening for a preview of the next episode. This Thing of Ours stars Joe Rodriguez as Carmine Santarelli, David Collins Rivera as Joey Eight Ball Scarfiti, Jim Patton as Vincenzo Catalano, Scott Larson as Angelo Narducci, Glenn Hallstrom as Louis Meatballs Marzoni, Scott Spaulding as Stevie Cakes DeMeo, and announcing done by Ben Blankenship. Next time on This Thing of Ours. Frankie, did you order these guys to do this? Yeah, but I didn't know it was Carmine's stuff. Thought it was some cowboy wanting to cut into our business. I've had that stuff for five years now, Frankie. Hold on, Carmine. You'll get your chance to speak. I got this guy lined up for the double doors tonight, and I need your help. You good? Yeah, of course. That sounds like fun. Good. I'm having this guy pick me up, and I'm going to take him to Gino's bar, so meet there around 8. But I'd really like to go out with you while you make the deal. Chuck, this guy don't want to deal with you, all right? It's nothing personal. He's like that with everyone. Do you want to blow this whole thing up? No, no. Well, that's what's going to happen if you get out of the car before it's done. Now sit here. Don't move until I come back, all right? This Thing of Ours is a production of Decorated Air Theater. Copyright 2011. Visit decoratedair.com for complete show details. Dear David, I am resigning from my position as lighthouse keeper. You are all crazy, and I fear for my life. We want to drive you mad. Did it have to be me? Yes, you're the teller. You have to be present to tell the stories. If there's a bit of your heart that still wants speed bumps, Inanna's gonna give them to you. But here's the catch, and it's a doozy. So what do we do? Pray. First prayer put two people in the madhouse. What did this one get? Great ratings. This can't be how it ends. The Mask of Inanna, from the Post Meridian Radio Players. Please visit our website at themaskofinanna.com. We're Alive, a modern radio drama. 
three reserve soldiers are called to their deserted duty station as people are starting to change. Then what were they? Someone please tell me what that was. They were like animals, and they sure as hell weren't like us anymore. Where are the others? You know, we army... were the only ones to show up. What is it doing? Get him! He ducked behind the front desk. They tore that car apart like a tin can. They're right behind you. I know that boy, he ain't going down without a fight. Everyone makes sacrifices here. You pull it again and you'll never come back. And that goes for any of you. Tune in at www.thezombiepodcast.com. Just in time for the holidays. Everything old is new again. Repellent Pictures, the studio that brought you Santa Claus vs. the Mullahs, proudly presents a retelling of the classic Frank Capra picture, It's a Wonderful Life. Let's go back to sleepy, tiny Bedford Falls, home of hard-working George Bailey, played by James Stewart, and money-grubbing old miser Mr. Potter, portrayed by Lionel Barrymore. Just remember this, Mr. Potter, that this rabble you're talking about they do most of the working and paying and living and dying in this community. People were human beings to my father, but to you, a warped, frustrated old man, they're cattle. Well, in my book, he died a much richer man than you'll ever be. I'm not interested in your book. I'm talking about the building and loan. I know very well what you're talking about. You're talking about something you can't get your fingers on, and it's galling you. That's what you're talking about, I know. Well, I've said too much. I... You're the board here. You do what you want with this thing. Just one more thing, though. What? This! Don't miss this heartfelt, heartwarming, heart-pounding Christmas tale. Frank Capra's It's a Wonderful Life. Sentence. Now playing at all fine cinemas, and released by Repellent Pictures. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together.